it, it just really helps set a more positive tone as opposed to throwing an instructor in and say, hey, can you teach this beginner class? And they're like, oh, great. You know, I got all these people in here and they're not fit and I got to talk to them like little kids and they can't do anything. And uh, I've seen I've seen that. This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. I mean, one of the things that we're a strong advocate of is the beginner rider. And, you know, not just catering drills, but even, you know, maybe trying to spur on some beginner classes that are not the, the, the hour, um, you know, particularly in the beginning of the year, maybe to transition some people that are coming in, you know, just as you said, they're, they're new to fitness they're trying to get themselves in shape and this, to go into an hour class with what they believe to be an insane instructor is probably not going to be as welcoming than having a club possibly put a couple of beginner classes on the schedule to get people excited, get them acclimated, and then eventually transition them to some of the, the longer classes. Hi, and welcome to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Tom Scotto is joining me, and we're talking about what are we going to do here in the next couple of weeks when what I call resolutionists show up, uh, those that uh, have every intention of dedicating their life to fitness, and we all know that very few will actually be successful, uh, but it's really an opportunity for us to try to present our classes in a way that hopefully will get them engaged and retain them. Tom, how are you? John, I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I did it again. I get somebody going and um, I found that I'll just let you talk and it makes a great segue into what we're going to talk about today. Sure. Why not? Cycling Fusion, to your credit, are a big proponent of introductory classes. Can you explain first you know, what your idea is around them and then give us an understanding of maybe the success, a success story that you've are aware of and i realize i'm catching you completely off guard here but i'm just taking it and running with it that's okay i'm usually standing on one foot at all times anyway so feel free (laughs) (laughs) just make make it a challenge and knock me off uh no i I think you know you're absolutely right we we are you know one that is focused on level-based classes and probably because we do cater to that large spectrum and sometimes even you know the outdoor rider that's more training so it goes outside of the fitness realm so i think it makes us a bit more sensitive to the importance of levels uh you know for a dramatic example just being you know the the advanced rider who's coming in to get ready for a season maybe they're competitive maybe they're a triathlete and then you know the class has a, a gazillion options and it's taught for the general population and then they just don't feel like it's of value to them you know to the other end of the spectrum of the the new person who's you know, fresh off the couch, trying to make a New Year's resolution, and they walk in, and, and the class is just way above their way above their head, and frankly, scary. I was taught a long time ago that focusing on a specific niche is always much more effective than trying to be everything to everyone. And I think you just described that. You guys have a concept where you're trying to provide different levels. Um, I know the yoga industry does a great job at this uh, to, to identify to the student before they get in the class, you know, what their expectation is. Can you tell us quickly, you know, what do you see as the different levels of classes that you would recommend providing? 
Well, what we've seen to be successful is the beginner, intermediate, and advanced class, which you know it sounds pretty standard. <clears throat> what we've defined those as from a time perspective as the beginner class being 30 minutes, the intermediate being a 45-minute class, and then the advanced being an hour. Now, you know, what you do during those times could also dictate what level they are. I mean, I think the intermediate and advanced classes could easily either be uh, 45 minutes or an hour, most of that dictated by scheduling. You know, we've seen a lot of classes at lunchtime. You know, that hour is really hard you know, to squeeze people in, particularly here in Boston, maybe in the financial district. You know, the people are on a very tight schedule. So it's not like it's, it's a rule that every advanced class has to be uh, you know, an hour and every intermediate class has to be 45 minutes. Uh, but we have found that, that the most success with the beginner class, which is probably where the biggest disparity is among fitness level, that a half hour is, has become a very successful time uh, for them to feel comfortable, feel like they're not going to die, and also feel like they, they're going to want to move on to advance beyond that. Tom, I'm really in love with the idea of an introductory beginner class because it gives me the instructor, someone maybe comes in new, that you can direct them to you know, something where I don't feel like I have to dumb my whole class offering down because I have a couple new participants. I think we all struggle with this. How often should those introductory classes be held? Well, that, that's a great question. I, I think it, it probably would ebb and flow with the traffic at one specific club. Uh, for one, you know, for one example, uh, that there are probably times when we feel the the push or just you know the membership is uh, swelling, and we're getting a lot of new members in. Uh, but I think you know this time of year, which is probably you know a very appropriate time for us to have this conversation as we're getting into you know the holidays and we're about to get the influx of those you know hopefully uh, long term thinkers as far as fitness. But we do know we have the, you know, people that get get excited and and it's a very short lived thing. So this is, you know, this is a, a common time when membership increases and people get excited and, and people even renew convictions that have been working out for a long time. Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bump my, my cardio fitness up or, you know, what, however they view indoor cycling. So, you know, I, I don't think it's, I think it's great to have some beginner classes on the schedule, you know, throughout the year. Is, is that a bad thing? No, I mean, it really, it depends on the demographics of the club. But I think there are some times like now that are more suitable to you know, putting these beginner classes on the schedule and trying to bridge people you know, that are just coming and giving something that helps them feel successful, that helps them feel like they're, they're getting the workout they want, and it doesn't dilute uh, you know, from people that are the, you know, the diehard, hardcore riders that are you know, looking for that, that challenging workout. Do you butt them up against other existing classes? Does that work, do you think? Yeah, I've, I've found that to be the most successful way to do it is to, uh, you know, if you have to shift the schedule, some clubs have done that. Like they've had, you know, a 6, a 6 p.m. Uh, regular class, and what they've done is they've moved the 6 p.m. class to 6.30, and at 6 uh, p.m. they have the introductory class. And it, it allows uh, for two scenarios. One is for people to take that introductory class and get you know acclimated to it, and when they're ready to move on, they could you know jump in and see how you know how they feel in a regular class. Uh, and some riders who would be quote unquote advanced or intermediate will sometimes take the introductory class if their bike's open and use it as their warm up. You know, get a little extra time. Exactly. On the bike. Yeah, they'll and they'll give you a hug saying, "Boy, we wanted <clears throat> excuse me ninety minute classes." 
and uh, to get a little extra seat time in. And sometimes I build up the riders, you know, particularly if it's someone that's been in my class for a long time. Uh, if they walk in, walk into the beginner class and say, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll obviously clear this with them beforehand." But would you mind helping with bike setup, or you know, can I kind of get you to mentor a couple of riders if I have a you know big influx of beginners? And it's a great way to help them feel, you know, they're sort of the, the mentor master riders in the class, uh, you know, so to speak. And it helps me as the instructor to help people with, you know, there's just a lot more options that you have to cover for risk stratification and safety and all these things that you don't necessarily have to go over in such detail in a regular class. And it gives me, the instru- as the instructor, the freedom to do that without having my eyeballs everywhere going, oh, what's this rider doing? What's that rider doing? Are they paying attention? Are they set up correctly? So I've got some monitors in the class. Um, you know, and they don't care. They're warming up anyway, so it's not like I'm interrupting some focused training that they're doing. No, and most people are flattered. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you, you, I've never had a refusal yet. Exactly. Yeah, especially if you if you start it right with – Jim, I realize that you are probably the most fit and awesome uh, rider in our class, so <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. At that point, they're reaching for their wallet. I mean, they're ready to give you everything at that point. You know, it's, right. it's an open door. Exactly. Terminology, what would your recommendation be as far as, you know, what to call the class? Because beginner sometimes has a negative connotation to it. I don't want to go to the beginner one. Right. You know, do, do, do you have any thoughts that way, you know, as far as from a marketing promotional aspect? We've worded it a number of ways. I think beginner is probably the least successful, although some, you know, some people resonate with that. You know, you're always taking a, you're always taking a gamble. You know, it's like a marketing gamble when you, you use a certain, certain word. Uh, I've used foundational uh, foundation. I like that. I like that. Um, which the, the profile that, that I have, um, that I share with you is it's actually entitled the strong foundation. So, you know, it has a word in there that's strong, you know, that helps them see that it's not the, you know, for people that legs are, are about to break, you know, this is really to help them get fit. So foundational is a great word. Um, what was a introductory, uh, demo, you know, there's different ways you can phrase it. You know, I obviously would make sure that the class adheres to whatever word you use. Like if you use demo, then, then the beginner is not necessarily assumed, uh, so you don't want someone walking in there thinking they're going to get, you know, hey, well, I'm going to get the good butt kicking for you know 30 minutes when it's really demoing the technique and fitness that you need to have for a real class, so or whatever. And it's not a real class, but an extended class for someone who's maybe a, a department head, studio owner. You know, um, you know, do you have any other suggestions as far as you know trying to take advantage of these resolutionists and? Uh, cater to them specifically here, you know, as we go into January? Well, there's two things. One is promoting it in the club, which I think it's, it's important. Uh, a number of the clubs I work at are very good at this. You know, they'll put up uh, posters and banners you know, directing, you know, the new members to different opportunities that they can explore, you know, as they're trying to get fit. The other piece I feel gets missed, which, you know, in, in a lot of ways, ICI Pro is, is filling this gap, but I think it's better addressed formally is, orienting the instructors at the club as to how to work with the new member. Because oftentimes, honestly, I've seen instructors just basically get irritated that they got a beginner in their class. Or, you know, obviously if they have the the facility to to do these beginner classes, at least that sets the stage, you know what you're getting. But I, I think sometimes it's helpful to let an instructor who's maybe not been exposed to beginner riders 
get some type of an orientation to, you know, here's the fitness level that, you know, you should expect. Here are some of the exercises and movements that are going to be most comfortable to them. Here are some of the exercises and movements that are probably going to be uh, discouraging to them, you know, helping them understand some of the risk factors. But talk to them in a language where you're not, you know, talking to someone who, you know, you're assuming is crippled, but that, you know, it's basically getting them their fitness ramped up to be able to take part in some of the other programs at the club. So does this, it, it just really helps set a more positive tone as opposed to throwing an instructor in and say, hey, can you teach this beginner class? And they're like, oh, great. You know, I got all these people in here and they're not fit and I got to talk to them like little kids and they can't do anything. And because uh, I've seen, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. No, and I do as well. And but and then but then on the flip side of it is, and again, this may just be me, but I'm thinking others have the same problem. Is you know when you have this vast disparity of uh, ability levels or experience levels, and as the instructor, you you know you're constantly trying to juggle them all, and feeling inept or inadequate, or you're just you're not focusing enough on the new ones, or you're focusing too much, or you're going to worry that the other people are going to get uh, bored, or the other, you know, the experienced people are going to get frustrated. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, I appreciate that, and we'll uh, kind of roll in now to our audio profile. Um, ICI Pro members can look forward to this as a separate recording. So, what are we going to call this, Tom? Foundations. A strong foundation. A- a strong foundation, really with the intent of getting someone off on the right foot, I imagine. Absolutely. Well, the right pedal. 